0: You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. ESPN announces Labor Day weekend game times and networks for some of their big SEC games to open up next college football season. We'll tell you who's playing when as we have some really big matchups in week one. And we will go around the conference as Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman gets a contract extension. LSU picks up a former Georgia DB and the Vols at a JUCO cornerback. Lastly, we'll take a look at the latest D1 uh, baseball projections as they're predicting nine, maybe even ten SEC teams to get into the NCAA Baseball Tournament. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked On SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. You get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. And a reminder to check out some of our other Locked On podcasts, uh, all your favorite SEC schools like LSU, Locked On Auburn, Locked On Razorbacks. Check them all out wherever you get your podcast. All right, several monster matchups opening the week uh, first weekend of college football, ESPN announced yesterday some specifics when it comes to times and networks for some of the big SEC teams playing in Week One. So let's jump into it. All right, ABC's Labor Day weekend coverage includes the much-anticipated Duke's Mayo Classic in Charlotte, going to feature number four Georgia versus number one Clemson. That'll take place on Saturday, September fourth. And it will kick off at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. We a primetime clash of top five teams from the SEC and ACC, solidifying the return of big-time college football. The Bulldogs, of course, coming off an 8-2 season, which included a win over previously undefeated Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. Clemson, of course, went 10-2, losing to Notre Dame in the regular season. And then again to Ohio State in the college football playoff semis. Earlier that day, again, sticking on September 4th, defending national champion Alabama ranked number two preseason. They will take on number 25 Miami in the Chick-fil-A kickoff in Atlanta. It'll be a 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern game, and it will broadcast national nationally by ABC. A Labor Day matchup between the two programs is set to be played in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, the Crimson Tide went 13-0 last season, while Miami went 8-3, and losing to Oklahoma State in the 2020 Cheez-It Bowl. In addition to Saturday's Crimson Tide-Hurricanes game, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta will also play host to a second Chick-fil-A kickoff showdown. That will come on Monday night, September 6th as Louisville will take on number 18, Ole Miss. Kickoff will be 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern and will air on ESPN, so a little bit of Monday Night Football as uh, we enter year two of the Lane Kiffin era in Oxford. Oxford, Nationally televised audience, Ole Miss and Louisville have never played together in football. The Rebels, of course, went 5-5 five and five in Kiffin's debut season last year in Oxford, which included a win over Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, and then a win over Indiana in the Outback Bowl in addition to those Labor Day Saturday showdown games the following two weeks of ABC's Saturday Night Football ESPN's premier college football franchise they're set with a pair of Titanic non-conference contests so the next Saturday week two of the college football season Michigan will play host to number 14 Washington we don't care about that neither SEC teams but the next week week three Auburn will travel to number 22 Penn State on Saturday, September 18th. That will air at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern on ABC. So it will be the first big test of the Brian Harson era at Auburn. A primetime national audience. Penn State opens the upcoming season at Wisconsin on September 4th before they play Ball State at home. So it's a pretty tough stretch for Penn State to start the year. But for Auburn... They went six and five last year, including a loss to Northwestern in the Citrus Bowl. Penn State, they went four and five, did not play in a bowl game. The two programs have only met twice, and the series is tied at one and one. ESPN Networks, they will welcome some of the biggest rivalries in the sport throughout the season. They announced number twenty-one Texas will play at Arkansas on Saturday, September eleventh. And that game will air at 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern on ESPN. A matchup will take place during week two of the season as Arkansas opens the season at home against Rice. Texas, they open up at home against Louisiana. Razorbacks coming off a 3-7 season in Sam Pittman's first year. While Texas uh, fired Tom Herman after going 7-3 and and replaced him with Alabama O.C. Steve Sarkeesian. Texas holds the all-time edge against Arkansas, 56-22. The programs last met in 2014 in the Texas Bowl a matchup won 31 to 7 by the Razorbacks Brett Bielema famously referred to kneeling out the clock in that game as borderline erotic to cap off that year and then of course it was announced yesterday uh, LSU or two days ago LSU will is set to open in the Rose Bowl on September 4th against UCLA and according to Garland Gillen of Fox 8 in New Orleans. LSU season opener has been uh, selected to be broadcast nationally in prime time by Fox. And LSU and UCLA have never faced off on the gridiron. The Bruins will have a return trip to Baton Rouge in 2024. And just one more football-related note while we're at it. On an Aggie Town Hall yesterday, Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork confirmed that Texas A&M is still focused on having full capacity at Kyle Field in the fall. Bjork said, quote, that's our goal, 102,000 people on September 4th. We are full go. He also uh, announced there will be a special celebration surrounding A&M's first home game that will commemorate, quote, something that happened 20 years ago. So you have to kind of think, I would assume something to honor America and 9-11, which... Of course, we'll be hitting the 20-year mark that weekend. And there you have it. That is uh, at least a preview of some of the games, the nationally televised games that uh, ESPN and the Family Networks released yesterday. So, man, so exciting. Some monster matchups that first weekend. Again, the best part about it is it doesn't make or break your season. If Alabama loses to Miami, they'll be very disappointed. But, of course, if they run the table through their SEC slate, they'll he will be right back in the playoff picture. Same thing with Georgia opening the season with Clemson. The other one's a little iffy, obviously, if Ole Miss uh, loses to Louisville. Um, still going to have a tough go with a, a really tough SEC schedule, but at least for Alabama and Georgia being the uh, national championship contenders in a lot of people's minds this year, it's uh, it won't make or break them if they lose in week one. All right, when we return, we will uh, go around the conference. Tons of stuff to hit on. That's next. Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. What's your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? We tell you all the time, Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors, including some occasional limited time flavors. But when you talk to someone who is a fan of the Bilt Bar, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors... You're obviously missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, my personal favorite, double chocolate, salted caramel, tons of different flavors, so there's something for everyone. And, of course, uh, if you have not tried all of them, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. That's what I always recommend. Go to BuiltBar.com. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Most of the flavors are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. What are you waiting for? Order today. Get the raspberry, the mint brownie, whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Along here, locked on SEC. So fun to be in May and already looking ahead to the college football slate with uh, some monster matchups happening this fall. But uh, we got a, a ton of stuff to go- get into, so uh, let's not waste any time. Let's jump into it and let's go around the conference. Around the conference. Over at Arkansas, Athletic Director Hunter Juracek is giving head football coach Sam Pittman an extra year on his deal. Juracek said the two parties agreed that all the issues surrounding the 2020 season with COVID and everything else made for an unfair evaluation of the job he did. So they essentially will do a quote, total reset of his contract. So it's basically like this is year one of Sam Pittman's deal. It'll push everything back a year. Pittman went three and seven in his first season playing an entire SEC schedule. And some predicted Arkansas wouldn't even win a game last year. They did pick up wins over Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Tennessee. They were headed to the Texas Bowl before COVID issues canceled that game. So Pittman's new contract will now run through the 2025 football season. Over Georgia, from the moment defensive back Major Burns entered the transfer portal, it was kind of understood he was going to end up heading back home to LSU. That speculation became reality yesterday as the sophomore defensive back from Baton Rouge announced he had committed to and would sign with the LSU Tigers. Burns was running second team at safety with the Bulldogs behind returning starters Lewis Seen and Christopher Smith. By the way, Lewis Seen, the most memorable moment of his season last year was when he laid the truck on a... Kyle Pitts, when they played Florida, knocked him out of the game. But uh, an early-enrolled freshman last year, Major Burns played sparingly in his lone season in Athens. He appeared in six games as a backup and special teams contributor, finished with five tackles. He was the sixth defensive back to leave the Bulldogs with eligibility remaining and left them with just ten players in the secondary. However, Georgia has since added West Virginia's Tyke Smith transferring in and Alabama's Brandon Turnage. Be a transfer and they'll also welcome freshman kamari lassiter who will enroll next month now as far as burns for lsu back during his recruiting days he was a four-star lsu commit who had reportedly shut down any further recruiting he eventually flipped to georgia where he spent last season before seemingly realizing he wants to be back at lsu it's a nice get for the tigers uh, for a program that thought they uh, would have him to begin with but burns will have four years of eligibility remaining and really beefs up LSU's safety room now. From the 2020 and 2021 classes, they will result in having five signees, including a trio of players, ranked as top five safeties in their class, including Major Burns, Jordan Tolls, Sage Ryan, Derek Davis, and Matthew Langlois. We're gonna be real interested to see all those guys and who ends up being the stars in that LSU uh, safety class in the coming years. Over in Knoxville, cornerback Kamal Haddon He was a member of the 2021 Auburn recruiting class, but he was recruited and signed by the old Gus Malzahn regime. And he decided to stick with the Tigers throughout the spring session, but then decided to enter the transfer portal. And now the former Independence Community College cornerback has announced he is heading to Rocky Top. He tweeted out yesterday he is committed to Tennessee. According to 24-7 sports, he was the number 5 JUCO cornerback in this year's class. So... Haddon, going to Rocky Top, a good get for Josh Heupel's crew. Over at Mississippi State, their kicker, Brandon Ruiz. He was one of the best kickers in the SEC last year. In his first season as a Bulldog, he made 10 of his 12 field goal attempts, was a perfect 24 for 24 on extra points. He came over as a grad transfer from Arizona State, and now he was gearing up for an even better 2021 campaign. He posted an impressive video on his Twitter account this week of him drilling a 73-yard field goal during a workout. Now, obviously, that's not a game situation. He doesn't have pads on. It's still, very impressive to drill a 73-yard kick like that. Of course, Mississippi State's offense figures to or hopes to take a step forward in year two of Mike Leach's reign. See if uh, Brandon Ruiz is one of the better kickers once again in the SEC. Over at Alabama, offensive analyst Tino Sinceri. He has been hired as the quarterback's coach over at James Madison. Sanceri is a former uh, starting quarterback at Pitt, was the son of Crimson Tide assistant Sal Sanceri. He had been on Alabama staff since 2019. His brother, Vinny Sanceri, was a safety at Alabama who was drafted by the Saints back in 2014 and uh, served as a defensive coaching assistant in New England last year. On Tuesday, Ball State, they announced they will uh, travel to Auburn for a future football game in September of 2025. Ball State's athletic director, Haven Fields, is an Auburn graduate. So an easy matchup to schedule there with the addition. Auburn's 2025 non-conference slate, pretty good one. They'll have home games against Ball State and South Alabama and a road trip at Baylor to open up that season. And a quick SEC hoops note, South Carolina forward Jalen McCreary announced yesterday he is transferring to USF. McCreary appeared in 17 games for the Gamecocks last year, making one start. He averaged over five points, two and a half rebounds, and one block per game. University of South Florida plays in the AAC. The Bulls went 9-14 last year, finishing 4-10 in AAC play. So Jalen McCreary going from South Carolina over to USF. And there you have it. That is around the conference. When we come back, D1 Baseball's got a projection out on uh, the number of SEC teams they've got making the baseball tournament. We'll discuss that next. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. We got baseball season in full swing. We've got the NBA play in games happening. So the playoffs are upon us, and you can get in. All, all the action and uh, get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting new needs over at BetOnline.ag. Before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to their website on your uh, mobile device. You can sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, that's 50 percent welcome bonus when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Make sure you enter it as you sign up, not after, because I don't think it will let you go back in and put it in after the fact. But Locked On, use that promo code when you sign up. A fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. They are bet online. They are your online sportsbook experts. <laughs> Final segment here on Locked on SEC and obviously a big weekend for SEC baseball. A lot of teams doing the Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing this week. So uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you'll hear uh, a lot of games getting started tomorrow night and capping off the final weekend of SEC play. Still a lot to be determined. Auburn and A&M, who is heading to Hoover? That will be decided this weekend, but uh, of course... Some other teams still jockeying for that uh, top uh, seating and and hope you know hoping to host a regional and possibly a super regional if they get that far. Let's jump into a D1 baseball is predicting the upcoming NCAA baseball tournament. you the see they have dominated the college baseball rankings all season long and that theme looks to continue heading into the postseason. Uh, D1baseball.com has uh, it playing out on their site with their projected um, updated projected field of 64. They have nine teams from the SEC making the postseason tournament. Now, D1 Baseball is not ruling out the SEC getting a 10th team in either. They have Alabama listed as one of the first five out. But here is how they have it shaped up. Nine SEC teams D1 Baseball projects to make the field, including the regions they could be playing in by the time the tournament arrives. So they have Arkansas as the number one overall seed and as a one seed hosting the Fayetteville region. They have Vanderbilt in as the number two overall seed. They will host the Nashville region. They have Tennessee in as the number four overall seed. They will uh, host the Knoxville region. And then uh, Mississippi State, they have as a top eight seed. They would be eighth overall, and they would host the Starkville region. So that's big news there. because So if all those teams advance, they would host um, Super Regionals as well. Again, this is all projected, but probably a pretty good bet this plays out this way. Now, the other uh, two number one seeds, they have Florida in as an 11 seed, hosting the Gainesville Regional, and then Ole Miss in as a 13 overall seed, hosting the Oxford Region. So those are all one, two, three, four, five, six different SEC teams in as number one seeds. After that, they have South Carolina in as a two seed. They would be in the Greenville Regional. Then they have uh, both LSU and Georgia getting in as three seeds. They have LSU projected to go to the Ruston region where Louisiana Tech would host. And they have Georgia going to the Lubbock region where Texas Tech would host. So uh, South Carolina will travel, LSU and Georgia will travel. But it sounds like uh, those first few teams are all going to host their own regionals. Now, D1 Baseball, again, this is just their projections. and their first five out, they have Alabama as well as Virginia Tech, Air Force, Iowa, and UC Santa Barbara. Their last five in, they have both LSU and Georgia in that grouping, along with Tulane, Clemson, and Indiana State. So a lot could happen this weekend. LSU could go and lose two out of three to at Texas A&M, or maybe even get swept and, you know, uh, be one and done the SEC tournament, and that may not be enough to get them in. Same thing with Georgia. So... A lot to still play out this weekend, but uh, that's what D1 Baseball has is their projected uh, postseason projections right now. and going to be a lot of fun. I mean, look, the SEC has been the cream of the crop for uh, college baseball much of this year. and Nothing against some of the uh, smaller schools, but I just feel like the SEC is on a different level, and you might end up with a 3C like LSU or Georgia going in and, Doing some damage, and uh, some of these other teams hosting regions regionals on the road. Now, also for this week, when Tennessee rolls into Columbia to take on the Gamecocks, the Vols are going to be welcomed by a stadium full of Gamecock fans for the first time this season. South Carolina announced they will open up Founders Park to full capacity for this weekend's series against Tennessee. The series will start tomorrow night. They'll play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. South Carolina AD Ray Tanner said after talking with their medical task force, they have decided to go ahead and open up the stadium all the way. Both teams are ranked heading into the series. It will be the final regular season games for both as the SEC tournament starts up next week. South Carolina will also be opening up tailgating without any restrictions around Founders Park. So I would expect a wild and rowdy crowd of Gamecock fans in Founders Park this weekend. And one last thing before we get out of here today, Fox Sports football analyst RJ Young released a list of his top 10 quarterbacks in college football going into this season. And he has three SEC quarterbacks in his top 10 list. Only problem, he left off Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. He's got JT Daniels from Georgia coming in at number four overall, Alabama's Bryce Young coming in at number five, and LSU's Miles Brennan at number seven. Now, There are a few issues here. Bryce Young has not even started a game yet for Alabama. So that's going to be, you know, to rank him as the fifth best quarterback. Look, we can project and assume he's going to be really good for Alabama, but we have no sample size yet. And Miles Brennan is in the middle of a heated battle at LSU with Max Johnson to win the starting job. So that's a little iffy there. But for a guy who was top ten last year in all the college football in both touchdowns and passing yards last year, pretty disrespectful to not include Matt Corral on that list, so if you're an Ole Miss fan, take it for what it is. You could say, ah, oh, who the heck is R.J. Young at Fox Sports anyway, but uh, the rest of R.J. Young's list, he includes Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler, number one, North Carolina quarterback Sam Howell, number two, and Clemson quarterback DJ Uyagalele at number three. I got a feeling when it's all said and done, we might be talking about J.T. Daniels in the top three this year, Heck, Matt Corral for that uh, matter as well, and we'll see what happens with Bryce Young in Alabama, and you know, if Miles Brennan even wins the starting job at LSU. And there you have it. That is uh, today's episode. Tons of stuff, a hodgepodge, if you will, of different topics, but uh, a lot of football content, a lot of football and, and postseason baseball stuff. And if you missed our uh, episode yesterday, great conversation with Ben McDonald a uh, former LSU pitcher and, of course, broadcaster on ESPN and the SEC Network, does a fantastic job covering all things college baseball, particularly uh, the SEC. And uh, he broke it down pretty good about what his thoughts on a lot of these teams as they get ready for the postseason and who he really believes in. Obviously, Arkansas and Vandy are the cream of the crop. But uh, if you missed that, go check that out on the podcast, LockedOnSEC.com. And a reminder, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. With the Locked On Today podcast, Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for me today, Chris Gordy. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow here our Locked On SEC.